Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Matthew Stibber. Matthew, you are the CEO and founder of Articulate Marketing. You're found on the web at articulatemarketing.com. Thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me, Josh. Well, I am so excited to learn, you know, anytime I get the opportunity to smart, uh, speak with, uh, you know, m- folks that are, you know, they're up to their neck in marketing 24-7. Um, you know, you have eyes and ears on things that... Uh, it's just it's it's very important to to listen very intently to what is going on in your world because you know you're you're kind of on the you know the edge there of things that are coming down the pike that affect us all you know as founders and CEOs of of our own companies so first off let's talk about you know who articulate marketing is what you do and who you serve sure so we are a small but perfectly formed 18-person marketing agency, mostly in the UK, but as the time zones above my head suggest, we have a few colleagues in mainland Europe. Um, We specialize in helping B2B technology companies Hmm. get more visitors to their website, Hmm. stand out from the crowd, differentiate themselves, position themselves in the market, turn those website visitors into leads and customers. So it's technically inbound marketing and sales enablement for B2B tech companies. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep talking about that. Um, So, you know, obviously I see some alignment that you have with HubSpot. So I suspect that uh, content is going to be a very significant part of this strategy. Absolutely. Content, copywriting, perhaps, and other forms of content like video right at the heart of it, because they form the value exchange that you do before you can become a trusted partner, trusted advisor, before you can engage in a sales conversation, you have to demonstrate thought leadership, you have to build trust and credibility, you have to talk to potential customers about their issues in their language, and how else do you do that but with with content. Well, so um, here's a kind of a use case yesterday. So I'm looking around uh, because I had a, you know, a Facebook developer question, right? And it was just, there was some little thing, uh, you know, our Facebook comments were not working. And so, um, you know, <laughs> I shouldn't have been uh, as a founder, I should have just delegated this out. But, you know, that, as a former developer, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to find the answer to my question. So I find myself um, you know, just searching around for a simple answer to what seems like a pretty simple question. Um, and obviously, I'm looking for an answer to a solution. Um, but but here's the difference, right? How do you, you know, serve that audience in a way where they say, thank you very much. I was very interested in this subject. 
now I want to go on a date with you. I want to find out about you guys. Like, how do you bridge that gap between informing and engaging them so that someone will actually take the next step? Sure. It starts with a careful, forensic, well-informed understanding of your customers, who they are, what their problems are, what their pain points are. And then it needs a certain amount of imaginative work to map that understanding into a journey from I've got some kind of problem that I need solving, some, some problem with Facebook comments or whatever it is, but I don't know how, I'm looking for advice, I'm looking for information. Okay, I'm beginning to think about what that solution might look like, but now I'm looking for somebody to help me implement it. And the final stage, of course, is I found you and, you know, maybe you can help me. How much does it cost? How do we do business? Are you the right fit for me? And understanding those different stages of the journey and the different types of content that people need, the different information they need at those different stages, one, and two, how to nudge them from one state to the next. And in, in my world, in B2B tech, a lot of people get their start by being, as I guess you are and I certainly am, very technical to begin with. You know, we know about technology. So we think if we talk about tech, our technology and our language, uh, people will automatically get it and they'll come and buy it, right? Mm. And in fact, that's not the best way to sell technology. The best way to sell technology is to talk about your problems in your language and then move that conversation over. Um, I, I think the best, best way I've heard it described is most techies want to talk about cold, dead fish, but marketers talk oh, about sushi. <laughs> and so when you, um, so with Articulate, um, what, what types of companies do you typically work with? What's going on in their life? Where, when does it make sense for you to kind of step in? Yeah. Um, we work with very large companies and very small companies and the ones in the middle. And th that, that scale determines the type of engagement and the type of problems they have. So for our very large clients like Hewlett Packard Enterprise, Dell Technologies, Microsoft, their primary problem is finding copywriters who understand their technology well enough and who can translate that into end customer language, right? Sounds like it's easy, but they find it difficult. Most big multinational agencies find it really difficult. We find it well, we find we we know how to do it, so yes. that's 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 an easy solution, right? And and we are talking we are talking cold dead fish to those customers, mm. but at, 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 for the small and mid market customers, they often have a feeling that something's not working with their marketing. It's you know they've tried this and they've tried that random acts of marketing. You know, we did PPC or we did a blog for a couple of weeks yeah. or we did a podcast. Yeah. Nothing really worked, and they find that. What got them where they are won't get them where they want to go, right? So they might have got to a certain level of business because of networks and connections and the, you know, the people they know or vendor referrals or something like that. And they've reached a plateau in their growth and they don't know how to take the next step. Mm. Those kinds of customers, we can do a little bit more. And I think this is what I would recommend anyone in that position to do is just sort of try and take a step back and look at the business as a whole. Like, you know, what kind of customers do we want to have? What kinds of things do we want to sell? How do we map those things onto 
validated, genuine pain points that they have? And then how do we communicate that value? How do we differentiate ourselves and kind of position ourselves to get those, to open those conversations? Yeah. Also, you know, there's a lot of pieces there, but it, it taking a joined up view and helping guide people through that sort of understanding and lifting that, getting their head above the parapet of like, I want to sell this technology to people who understand it. That's the journey we take people on. And so on some level, marketing for us is also about change management and client education. Yeah. Are you getting involved? Are you just on the content side um, or do you get involved in some of the maybe bigger branding conversations that that might be appropriate? The reason I ask is I'm going through your social media and I, I liked one of your posts that you shared here, uh, the tech website cliche checklist. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, some of these blue. are really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with the color blue? Uh, all of a sudden, nothing, I'm nothing wrong with looking. the color blue. But most tech websites, most most yeah. most techies, right? I, 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 I'm risk of generalizing here. Tend to have a similar life experience, a similar sort of library of ideas, and yeah. therefore most tech small small medium sized business tech websites really tend to cluster around a small set of design ideas people are very nervous about looking different and then they they're informed by mm. microsoft mm. or the, whoever the vendor is that they yeah. work with and they kind of want that so actually there's you know we, we we do an awful lot of benchmarking on on tech clients and their websites are so samey and, and commoditized mm. um so to answer your question um we're very interested in this positioning and differentiation strategy piece. That's sort of at the heart of it, building what we call marketing blueprints to propel a company forward. But the execution of that, the work that we do then to deliver it is branding, websites, copywriting, mm -hmm. um, design, um, HubSpot, you know, sales, marketing, integration, automation, CRM, and all of that stuff. So that there's a sort of a technical piece and there's a sort of design piece and there's a content piece driven by the strategy. And yeah. we're, we're, we're at our best when we can do all of those things for a client that is willing to learn and engage with that process and make a commitment to marketing driven change. Yeah. Um, surprising how, you know, we, we have lovely customers who do that. Surprising how many people don't want to take that leap of faith. Not yeah. necessarily with us, but for marketing in general, um, well, you know, they're quite. They feel yeah, quite safe and least, where they are. Yeah, at the very least, I you know I love some of these uh, checklist or some of these cliches. Right, first off, and this drives me crazy: stock images of skylines and office people. I, you know, I just see like you know the, the like the same group of people sitting in a white office room. Uh, you know, high five each the same, other. Same, you see the same models. I mean, literally, oh yeah, like oh three, yeah. Three different businesses will have the same guy on the on their uh -huh. homepage. It's like. Yeah. Just go and hire a photographer. Yes, please. It, it is. It's the best, you know, thousand dollars you'll spend by, you know, having I'm just spitballing there, uh, you know, to have a photographer come in for a few hours, you know, crank out some shots of you in the office and use that instead. It, and it's it's you know, now I feel like I'm getting to know you uh like so if i'm on your website i feel like we are beginning to build a relationship together not me and these stock photography models who i could care less i couldn't care less excuse me uh you know that uh every button that says read more uh, and then of course this is like by far and away the 
biggest sin, in my opinion, is things are written, you know, where it's all about you and your products. Your client just, I mean, unless they're at that stage in the relationship with you, they just don't care. I mean, I, I, I had a, a years and years ago before I started doing mostly B2B tech, I had a client who was an accountant and they wanted to have on their website a product called Financial Management Solutions, which sounds terribly big and grown up. But I didn't know what it was. And when I actually dug into it, it turned out that it was outsourced bookkeeping. Right now, I know what an outsourced bookkeeper does. I don't know what financial manage, management solutions are. And just just talking, you know, in a language that can be understood by audience. But the thing that I really hate, my number one website cliche mm. is the carousel. Right. So you come to yeah. a page and then there's like five different images scrolling past yes, with different yeah, text yeah. on them. And the thing you're interested in before you get time to click on it, it's scrolled off. And why? They are absolutely terrible for page speed. They're terrible for SEO. Yeah. They're terrible for user experience. They really don't do the job they're supposed to do. Why do they exist? They are the lazy answer of a website developer trying to make a client happy. The client wants five things on the homepage above the scroll, and you can't fit five things on the homepage above the scroll, mm. so you put a carousel yeah. there. It's just, it, you know, there's a sort of a failure of imagination and a failure of engagement. And so many tech websites have these carousels on them. I, I, if, I had, if I had one, if I was made ruler of the universe for a day, that would be the first thing I would abolish. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm on your website. You're doing something that I like. And that is uh, I've clicked on a webinar uh, page and you have see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You got a bunch. Oh, you got a 45. Holy cow. How many counting? Yeah. Yeah, I started counting. I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is a lot. <laughs> but this is amazing because you have long form, I would assume, again, video based content uh, where you're going to go through and explain some some in-depth stuff. Like as as someone who's a little bit more of a visual and auditory learner, this really appeals to me. This is really cool. Uh, how uh, how is this performing for you? We, we find webinars are very effective in that middle stage of the customer's journey. Mm. So it doesn't generate a lot of traffic mm. for us. It, some, it doesn't generate a lot of net new contacts into our CRM, people who, who come to the website and the first thing they do is download a webinar. Although if you're mm. watching or listening to this, all those webinars are free. They're, I think, pretty good because I did them all. It's, it's, <laughs> about, it's about 25 hours of marketing stuff off, mm. off my, from my 20 years of experience. But where they are really effective is in that we, we use them in the sales process. When people have downloaded like one of our white papers or one of our sort of top of funnel gated offers, we, in the follow-up email sequences, we often direct them to relevant webinars. And so they tend to help move the conversation from, a top of funneling, you know, I've got a problem, I don't know how to solve it, to here are some ways you can start thinking about, say, copywriting or HubSpot or lead capture or whatever the thing is that is starting to talk about our knowledge and expertise, but we're not telling you yet what to do. We're not selling you a service, but we're starting to position our expertise at that point. The next stage after that is, you know, book a marketing assessment, book a sales call, fill in the contact us form, yeah. you know, engage with us, put your hand up for a sales conversation. Not everybody gets there, but those webinars are a beautiful stepping stone to the conversation we had earlier, which is how do you move people down the funnel? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, in that, I think that that's where there's so much opportunity. Like if people are visiting your website and you could check your bounce rate and essentially they're coming in, tipping their hat and heading back out the door forever. uh, What a missed opportunity. Whereas, you know, if you, let's say you give me some very basic, you know, answer a question that that people are Googling for. Then you answer the question, you know, give them the action, blah, 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 blah. And say, hey, you know, if you'd like to, you know, really, you know, kind of dive a little bit, you know, dive a little bit deeper on this, well, you can click here and watch this free video where I'm going to go through everything. Um, I'm in. That That's exciting. Uh, just out of interest, I don't know if this is your experience, when I look at a website, I'm I'm less interested in the bounce rate as I am in the conversion rate. I'm interested oh, sure. in how many people come to a website and then fill in a form and start an engagement in some way, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the pivotal moment for inbound marketing is, you know, for every hundred visitors, how many how many engage with you? How many effectively self-enroll in your CRM. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for B2B tech, you should be looking for one to 4% of your visitors. And if you've just got a contact form and no webinars and no gated content, you're going to get one in a thousand. So yeah. I, I don't know if that's a helpful thought to share. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, um, you know, we've been talking about uh, your work and, and your website. Um, when somebody goes to articulatemarketing.com, what would you recommend they do if they're like, okay, hey, it's been a great conversation. Matthew seems like a stand-up guy. Uh, uh, what, where do they go from here? Well, the webinars might be a good place to browse through that library. There's a blog um, helpfully under the menu item clickbait but if you look under there you'll find the webinars and our best best gated content and also our blog the blog's been running for 14 15 years now we've got hundreds of articles there really interesting kind of content there's a search box you know you can go do what one of our clients called uh, an ma in marketing on our site if you want to if you want to Talk to me. I would be delighted if you go to articulatemarketing.com forward slash meet, M-E-E-T. You'll see my online calendar there. You can book up a half hour chat with me about anything you like. I'd love to have a chat. Yeah. Well, this is great. Matthew Stibber, again, your website, articulatemarketing.com. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.